Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. This is the Cinemile, the podcast where we walk home from the movies. Today it is raining, so you might hear some pitter-patter of little raindrops on the umbrella over our head. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to go see a movie on this Saturday afternoon that is called Argyle, with two L's. That's not how I traditionally spell the very common name Argyle, um, but nonetheless, here we are. Um, Cathy doesn't know anything about this film. She's actually giving me a look as to say, what are you even talking about? <laughs> um, Cathy, what do you know? Tell me everything, list out, bullet points. What do you know about the film Argyle? You said, we said, we're going to the cinema. And then I said, I want to see American fiction. <laughs> it wasn't on in our local cinema. And then Dave said, let's go see Argyle. And I said, and that's I, I wa- what I know about Argyle. <laughs> and I w- think I'd rather see American fiction. Um, this well, I don't know anything about this though so I, I do like to see movies I've truly never heard of I threw on the trailer for this a few months ago when it was released because I like to I, my, my trailer rule for just a reminder for everybody and I think this is the advised course of action and for trailer the consumption edge of their seats to hear your trailer rule Le- lean in here we go um, so here's my, my rule when it comes to trailers if I'm going to see that movie anyway I do not watch the trailer mm-hmm. because you're just spoiling the movie for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you sit there in the movie waiting for bits in the trailer that you've already seen and you can map out the third act. And I find that, that is on the presumption, though, that one remembers the trailer, which I often don't. Which I do. Um, so that's my rule. Uh, if it is a movie I have not heard of and I want to be intrigued, I will watch the trailer. Mm-hmm. As soon as I have been convinced by the trailer that is something I will watch or I'm interested in watching, I turn that trailer off. Yeah. I get it. Uh, so it's so actually it's it's a good test of um, if I get to the end of a trailer, it's usually a bad sign <laughs> for that for my interest in a movie. Yeah, that's true. So I did not get to the end of the Argyle trailer. I got yeah. to a point at which um, it seemed kind of interesting. The premise of this, which I won't say to Kathy, where I was like, oh, I did a little oh. So I am quite intrigued by this. It's got. Um, Am, am I allowed to tell you who's in it? Because yep. you're very funny about what is a spoiler and what isn't. You can tell me who's you in it. You think things on the poster are a spoiler. <laughs> you can tell me who's in it. Henry Cavill is in this okay. with Bryce Dallas Howard okay. and Sam Rockwell. Wow. Great cast. Brilliant. It's, can I tell you the genre of the yes. movie? Um, it's Sorry, a spy so thing. Tro- oh, so I think okay. All this sounds quite promising. You had me at Henry Cavill. I'll yeah. say that much. Now, it's directed by um, Matthew Vaughan, who did um, the Kingsman movies and... Kick-ass, and I would say has a very particular sort of style. They are both and tone. movies that I really enjoyed at the time. Same, yeah. I, I think that. but really enjoyed at the time. Me neither, but I think I would describe that tone as sort of, um, you know, comic book kind of things with juvenile sense of humours and ultra violence. And very stylized, quite cool violence. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, You've which I'm okay with. On this movie. How's that? So yeah, this Thank is kind you. of it. Now I'm kind of excited for it. <laughs> but I did want to see American fiction as well. Yeah. Um, it's not in our local cinema. It's only in a cinema like ages away and it's not on till like 9pm. So we're going to go and try and see it another time, but not today. Yeah. Here's the bad news though, Kathy. What? Running time for this movie is two hours and a half plus. My heart's just stood still. <laughs> so, Why have you done this to me? <laughs> it's what the people want, Kevin. How could you? The people want us to see Argyle with two <laughs> elves. We've had no messages or... Like, usually we get people messaging us like, oh, when are you going to see this movie? When are you going to see that movie? Which is often how I hear about movies from our listeners. 
No one has sent us a message about our guide, which is why I've never heard of this. They one. are knocking down the doors of our podcast. Have you been blocking the messages? Where are the Ar- where is the Argyle episode? Okay. Well, here it is, everyone. Well, anyway, we'll see you all in two and a half hours' time. See you shortly, Vaughn Heads. That's what they call themselves. Who? The, the, the people knocking down the doors for the, for the, for the Argyle episode. The cinema has been flooded with requests. We can't keep up with your emails, guys. This is going to be our biggest episode of the year. Okay, goodbye. Bye. I certainly hope you dance as well as you dress. There's only one way to find out. You and I, we're not so different. Agent Argyle. Little help? Hold on. The book is phenomenal, sweetie, but... What happens next? It's called a cliffhanger, Mother. Ellie, it's called a (sighs) cop-out. There's a cat in there. Oh my god, you're Ellie freaking Conway. Author of the Argyle series, Ellie Conway! I am such a fan. Oh yeah? What is it you do? Espionage. Would you sign my book? Here we go. I love this book. Hi, we're back. We've just seen Argyle. If it's your first time at the cinema, you should know that there will be no spoilers for the movie Argyle until, of course, we turn onto Spoiler Street. At which case, every single twisty bend of the espionage spy classic Argyle shall be revealed. I hated this movie <laughs> so much. I found it agonizing. It was excruciating. I want. I was squirming in my seat. It would not end. It refused to end <laughs> until until this now this final beautiful moment where I'm able to experience fresh air, free of argyle and its mounting plot contrivances and 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 terrible terrible hair and and acting and 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 writing and 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 uh, CG backgrounded blobs of of action scenes that that I want to erase from my memory. Wow. And twist upon twist upon twist that I saw <laughs> mere mere hours before they <laughs> before they occurred. Okay. First of all, <laughs> I really enjoyed this film. How? How it. did and you enjoy Dave, that? Me and you were both laughing our heads off. No, so the, stop yeah, but this hang nonsense. on. The difference is, I was laughing at the movie. I was laughing. Were you laughing with the movie? I was laughing both at and with it. There are two points at which I thought this movie was trying to be funny and was funny. And I'll talk about them in spoilers. Every other thing I don't think was trying to be funny. If you like, so we mentioned, we mentioned, what were the films we mentioned in the intro again? Kingsman and... Yeah, Kingsman and uh, what did he do? Oh, the one Nicholas Cage other one. one. No. God, we're bad. I thought you were talking about a Nicolas Cage movie that he directed. A funny one. Uh, At the beginning, the one with Nicolas Cage and the young girl. And they're like spies. Oh yeah, Kick-Ass Yeah um, Superheroes, yeah, yeah Anyway Towards the end of this film That vibe came in So It's almost like the Oh, I don't know First of all Right, we're all over the place here I had a lot of fun with it I like silly action And I like uh, 
I like films with like lots of silly twists. I don't care if I guess them early or not. I still enjoy it and I like when people try for twists. And I think this, boy did this movie go for twists. Um, and I love things where there's characters who are writers. I always enjoy that. Um, can I, can I, I enjoyed the visuals. There's issues with the film. It's re- really, really way too long. However, I had a smile on my face for nearly the whole film. What? And I've come out having quite enjoyed myself. I mean, good for you, but I just, I'm just baffled. I don't understand. Dude. We should say, can we just take a moment for people who don't know what this is? I, let's attempt to give them um, as, as 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 much of a spoiler-free sort of plot I synopsis as really we can. Struggle to. I've it, seen the trailer, so I can say this is a. You um, don't say anything that's not in the trailer. What? No, no. I've seen the trailer. The trailer tells you that that this is a, a story about a character named. Argyle, played by Henry Cavill, who is a uh, sort of James Bond-esque spy. Um, but you, you know, it's revealed in the trailer. If you really don't want to know, then fine, you know, skip it. <laughs> go see Argyle, I guess. But don't I mean, go to Fleet, don't go see Argyle. Anyway. But we're going to have just played a clip from the trailer Yeah, anyway. sure, exactly. So yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard plays a, a novelist who is the person who has come up with this character, Argyle. It's revealed see, very early in this movie because I that didn't it's just know a character. That. That was really fun for me. Yeah, and that's the bit I referenced in the um, in the intro where I was watching the trailer, and then that's revealed, and then I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is this is kind of interesting. It's so it's, it's clever. clever, and I was like, yeah. I like Sam Rockwell, I like uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, I like Henry Cavill. I'm in. I thought Sam Rockwell and Bryce Dallas Howard were terrible in this. Both yeah. of them, I hated every minute that I spend on screen they with those the two weaklings, people. But I think and they're, they're, they're the weaklings, Cathy. They're the pro- fucking protagonists. They you are, have to spend yeah, every minute of this movie with them. But, yes, I agree with you. I like both of those actors and I think both woefully miscast in this So film. miscast. And I think neither of those actors are known for being comedic. And I think Disagree. they were given comedic stuff to do that they couldn't do. I think Sam Rockwell is very comedic and often comedic and he's doing the Sam Rockwell shtick here which is comedic but for whatever reason and I I don't know is it the script or the tone or just too much Sam Rockwell but I found him incredibly grating like so annoying I think if Sam Rockwell is playing more of like a villainous character um, he does it, that shtick. That's his shtick. You know that Robert Downey Jr. has his shtick. This going, is the Sam Rockwell shtick. We've gone off on one a bit. Like, back to the film without spoilers. Um, I think if you're in the mood for a bit of silliness, because there's plenty of silliness in this. No. Come on, the twirly... The wor- What's that thing called? The whirly... The whirly twirly thing is fun. It's so fun. I laughed every time. See, I think the film wasn't taking itself seriously, and I think you're taking it too seriously. No, I found uh, fine. I look. I'll agree with you. Like clearly, Matt, this is in the a consistent tone for Matthew Vaughn, as per the other films we described. Like it's, it's, it's not. not it's as not as well done as those. Though. It is nowhere near as well done no. as those. And and I don't know. And I, I, I'm trying to pick up art in my head right now. Why? But I find. I think it's the script. I, I agree. I it's not meant to be taken seriously. It's I think clearly, the story is really good. The story is terrible. And I think the story is really good, and I think the dialogue is really about? bad. I'm saying I think the story is really good. The and story I think is not really good. Sorry, okay, please I'm continue, saying what sorry. I think. Okay, go. Which is that I think the story is really good, and I think <sighs> the dialogue's really bad. It hurts me that you're saying this. And I think it's too long, obviously. So it's a bit bulky. Bulky. There's too many twists. This film is bursting at the seams. With- <laughs> And nonsense it's, the dialogue's terrible 
So this whole scene's where Sam Rockwell and um, Bryce uh, Dallas Howard are talking. And I'm like squirming with embarrassment for them because they can't deliver Because the it's line. supposed to be banter. This yeah. is my point. But so the let film... me finish. Go on, sorry. So I think he's a really good director, but when you think about movies like Kingsman or the other one, which once again I've forgotten the name of, they've got pretty sharp scripts. So I think that is probably the difference when we're comparing the director's films, and I from, And from my memory, I mean, Taron Egerton and, and Colin uh, Firth had quite good sort of back and forth banter and I really think that is part of the core problem here is that Bryce Dallas Howard and Sam Rockwell are are not performing well and they're not delivering whatever they've been told to say well but why how bad is their dialogue yeah yeah the dialogue is terrible do you think other actors could have delivered against no but sorry again I like those two actors I do but I don't think either of them can like I don't think but they did do a good job here. Anyone could have delivered how bad some of that dialogue. No, was. sure. I mean, they were given a very difficult task, but the choices that they made, like Sam Rockwell, is constantly dancing. Yeah, that's and it's weird. not in a sort of fun, quirky, charming way. It's in a like, I hate but you. But is that a choice he made, or is that the characters like? I don't know. And someone made that choice, and it's say, the wrong choice. Can we say what was fun? Brian Cranston. He's such a superstar. He's, He's the best fine. thing in this film. He is fine. Every time he was on the screen, I was happy. And I love Samuel L. Jackson in this. I love these actors that come in and just act super hammy and have loads of fun. Like, basically, my takeaway was Catherine O'Hara. My takeaway was that everyone, Dua Lipa, like there's some cast here, but my takeaway was like, everyone's having a ton of fun. I had a ton of fun. I would say I laughed. I'm not joking now when I say maybe 20 times that I laugh in this film. Like, I was properly laughing at it. And I know we went to see it in the middle of the afternoon, as we said already, so that always helps with the long film. Like, I don't know that I'd have been particularly happy to be, like... I wanted it to end. ...sitting in the cinema at, like, half eight to watch this thing. Because at one point, I was like, oh, it must be nearly over. And I looked at my watch and realised there was half an hour Kathy, left. Kathy, there were people... I love that you yeah, had a good time. People walked people out. People walked out. <laughs> Those people... <laughs> know what they're doing those are sensible people no, right now I don't understand what what went through your brain for the past two and a half hours those people I were... looked at those people and I thought I wish yeah, but... I could be with you right yeah, now yeah but the reason they left but instead is of but the reason they left is because it's too long the reason they left is because we were two hours and 20 minutes into Sam Rockwell and Bryce Dallas, <laughs> Dallas Howard's just insufferable they back and no forth. They have no chemistry, like, no chemistry. At one point, like, spoiler, but they kiss, and I, I was genuinely, like, it turned my stomach a bit because I actually felt like I was watching a brother and sister kiss. It's like, just, it was gross. It's just wrong. Yeah. Everything in this movie, However, it was, was a misfire. Get, Every no, choice they made was wrong. Okay, that's untrue because there's two standout scenes in this film. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Okay, yeah, and, I, and I've got them written are. down. I, I wrote down the two, I thought. There's two yeah, good there's scenes. two standout scenes in this two film. Two good scenes. We'll get to them in, in spoiler sheet. And bar- one of them's barely good. But anyway. they both involve dance move called the twirly whirly which is the most chaotically funny thing I've what seen was it? in a no, long time it was time. the twirly whirly it was the whirly, whirly bird whirly, the whirly bird. bird that is so funny so for anyone That's, who's listening sorry. what a whirly bird is is a man and woman are dancing and then or I guess any couple one of the two will one of the couples will jump up groin fit into the face of the other one legs spread a kimball <laughs> and the person the base will spin around and around while the person on top's groin is in their face their legs are wide open and they're spinning around and it's and then so imagine, and then the way, funny so that happens brilliant description by the way Cathy and then that happens and then imagine that camera 
trick from Titanic where Rose and Jack are also spinning each other around and you see it each from their perspective. Yeah. Imagine that, but at groin level. But this is what I'm telling and, you. This is why I and think this funny. film yes. is taking the piss. No, no, sure. Fine. No, no, no. Listen to me. That's what I'm saying. That's the film. The film is trying to be funny and have fun while also make a cool film. That, that is one moment where Matthew Vaughn succeeded, where I was like, you did something kind of silly and weird and I like it and, and it's fun and I'm laughing with you. So uh, that is the one example where it worked. Every, imagine <laughs> two hours and 20 minutes <laughs> around that where the same thing is being attempted and nothing is working. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. Should we go like, to spoilers? Like everything else is a complete misfire here. I found every... Yeah, okay, fine. Let's go to spoilers. I'm just like... I'm just... I just hate when t- my time is wasted. Do you know what I mean? Your time is wasted. Uh, for anyone listening right now... We my have, time is precious. We had nothing else to do this afternoon. <laughs> we could have been doing anything <laughs> we, else. We had a babysitter. <laughs> we have a babysitter, which is a rare We're thing. At, oh my God, you're right. We've paid even more money <laughs> for this. This is, this is, this is such an exp- We paid. <laughs> we paid for the privilege. We paid for both the film. And we've, we're paying an hourly rate to the babysitter. But I oh. still maintain we had nothing better to see in our local cinema today. Anything! And I, I heard you laughing. I, I was know, laughing. I know you laughed at it. Film. It was so. I was laughing out of sheer surprise <laughs> at how <laughs> at how these things were happening Please. in front of my very eyes. It's the best okay, Saturday I've had go, in ages. Let's go to Spoiler Street. Okay. So spoilers now for the spoilers now for the film Argyle. You have been warned not to see this movie. <laughs> they haven't Don't been. see it. They haven't been warned. Don't see it. Just skip straight to spoilers. No. Like, I say. Okay. Take a Saturday afternoon to spend 50 quid on a babysitter and go nuts. God. Okay. We're going to take a break. So, you oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll be back for spoilers. Quick break here. Thank you. Okay, we're back. I've had a moment to calm down. <laughs> I apologize for, for my outburst. And I would like to take this moment to read out some, some uh, names. Do you, know how we, do you know how I calmed uh, him down? I jumped <laughs> on his shoulders and I did the whirly twirly. <laughs> <laughs> we just spun around <laughs> and now he's calm We stared into each other's <laughs> eyes. The, okay. Okay, so uh, I'd like to uh, just take a quick moment to say thank you to um, all of our patrons who support the show over at patreon.com forward slash the cinemile uh, and just to shout out some of our, uh, our recent patrons. Dave's going to shout them out, but before we shout them out, we do a lot of TV reviews over on Patreon. We are about to start reviewing. Um, we do like spoiler episodes here and there about different shows. We're gonna do one about Mr. and Mrs. Smith. The other fantastic oh my spy God. thing that's on we right now. We saw that last night. <laughs> that, that, that compared to this. <laughs> I mean, So anyway, go over to just, Patreon. Because we're gonna talk about Mr. and Mrs. Smith That there. is a fantastic show. The lesser show. of the two spy things on I Prime right Video. Um, Maya Erskine and Donald Glover. Prime Video, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That is the spy thing that deserved your attention. <laughs> uh, right. So a big thank you to some of our recent patrons. Well, to all of our patrons. All of our most patrons. recently uh, to uh, new patrons, John M., uh, Adam Bruton, uh, Fraser Walpole and uh, Danielle uh, Martin, who joined at, uh, I think it's like three or four 
euro a month um it's not much um and then what do you get you get uh at the at the minimum middle tier you get access to monthly retro movies we just watched sunset boulevard for the first time Which brilliant movie great movie um, and you get access to the a huge back catalog it's like a whole other podcast in there so you get 50 plus retro movies if you sign up at the first class tier then you also get all our tv reviews there's over 100 spoiler specials we do a monthly roundup of all the tv tv we've been watching uh, we have done the recent True Detective episode which uh, is in, in the main feed and we'll be doing closing out uh, the final episodes of True Detective and talking about Mr and Mrs Smith amongst other things so uh, patreon.com forward slash the cinemile and thank you again to all of our patrons for uh, keeping the show going and con- your continued support now can I say the things I liked about the film in spoilerific details <sighs> please do sounds like you liked everything as someone who didn't you know you just loved this. no I still thought it was too long but You're I really Argyle stand. I just had such a fun time so I love I loved the opening sequence and like how lavish it was and Henry Cavill and Dua Lipa doing the whirly twirly thingy and everyone like that was so fun the whole chase scene with them where he's on like a golf buggy going over the gaps and buildings like and then John Cena picking her up off the motorcycle like that was a brilliant opener bit of crack yeah and all that stuff I think worked really well because it was within the contrivance of the book do you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. But when that stuff bleed, led into this sort of, you know, quote-unquote reality of the movie, it didn't, like, I felt like that should have had a different tone. Do you know what I mean? Well, a, a more serious, I don't know, or whatever, whatever. I didn't know the twist. They had the same look and tone. I didn't know right? it was a book within a book. So then when it cut out to Bryce Dallas Howard reading, I couldn't have been happier about that. I, th- basically, where the film went a little bit downhill for me was the second Sam Rockwell showed up. He's insufferable. Which is 10 minutes into the movie, like, right? And I actually really like Sam Rockwell. So I Same, don't, I, I love Sam Rockwell. I don't Rockwell. know why. I just found him insufferable. Yeah. So every time he was on screen, it was annoying me. However, that aside, I love all the plot contrivances. I love the twist. I love that she was a spy. Which I love twist? that she's got amnesia. I love that her parents, her dad was Brian Cranston. I know we were guessing it all and whispering it to each other. Doesn't matter. I just thought... I like when films do twisty stuff like that. I just, I enjoy it. Oh, but it was just a hat upon it a was, hat upon a hat. And, yeah. they were, and, and they were hats that have been in fashion for decades. <laughs> okay, very good. And there was another, like, by the end, like, there was too much, like, there was a point when we were just like, okay, lads, you can end it now. Like, there's a whole <laughs> twist. <laughs> yes. There's a whole twist <laughs> where this was... woman who we don't even remember from the opening scene died, comes back. And it's like, we don't care. Like, that was just... At no, that and point, sorry. They completely overstuffed and are we supposed to characters? believe that that woman has just been like hanging around for five that, years? Yeah, the five-year bit kept making no sense. Like, wait, everyone's been waiting for this moment, and yeah. or not even that. Waiting for like she's on the boat with them and is watching them go through. Like she waits until the very last yeah. second minute till everyone's dead to like, do for anything. For anyone who didn't watch it, what it is is she's like an author writing the spy book. Turns out she has amnesia she actually is basically the spy yeah. that she's been writing which the I think you can guess from watching the trailer and then she basically kind of has been brainwashed by Brian Cranston he thinks she thinks that he's her dad and Kathleen O'Hara the mom from Home Alone but guys her name <laughs> her name is R. Kyle yeah do you get it? yeah yeah I get it um, so all that stuff it, I agree with you it was too much however the humour kept me going and my absolute favourite sequence of the whole movie was when her and Sam Rockwell do the, the dance stuff which has been annoying for the whole film but it finally comes together and they to a Leona Lewis song do the whirly birdie thing 
he's on her but he's groins in her no, face but, and there's, there's shooting gas masks and colourful so uh, gas grenades and that's, yet, that's finally, the only scene I enjoyed in this as movie as I finally stopped laughing and then I realised oh no one else in the cinema was laughing no it was just they were leaving <laughs> they, they were <laughs> you and I were giggling to each other like 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 school kids um, because I was I was just thought I could not believe how bad it was that we were watching I was laughing so it was so stupid but that scene and here's the thing okay so I found almost every single action scene and I think this is the way Matthew Vaughn does shoot stuff and I don't again I don't know why it worked has worked previously and what's different here but it's just it's like it's it's like a it's like Zack Snyder but with with like um, like sugar coated it's sugar coated Zack Snyder so where it, so Zack Snyder is like color. dark and gritty yeah he's just primary colours and like it's shot very brightly it's always on a soundstage but and with CG but I just found it it just it looked it looked really awful for most of the movie where and I found like that opening scene you described. Um, it made me miss. It made me just really appreciate Mission Impossible and Christopher McQuarrie. I kept thinking about Mission, just particularly because Henry Cavill's in that. Yeah, when I'm like, when I'm like, wow, the effort those guys go to—they shoot on location. It looks amazing. They do all these crazy stunts. This just—it just looked like, it just looked like garbage. Like when there's a moment where he flies over um, Dua Lipa, Henry Cavill's on the, in like a golf buggy and flies over Dua Lipa in a car, and it just looked like. It looked like terrible dog shit. The it did the not. CG. Come on. It did. The, the bit with the cat is th- flying through the air. The cat. The cat by the way, there's a minute. Anytime anyone is holding the cat, the cat is CG. I mean, can you not <laughs> afford a real fucking cat? And and then the, the cat in in this fucking bubble backpack hey, the whole time. Language. You're gonna have to put a I'm sorry. Excuse warning. me. I'm sorry. I'm I'm I'm. I mean, I just, I just found it offensive to my eyes, all of it, until that style really worked well in that thing with the, all the colours and the gas grenades, because that, I don't know, lent itself very well it to that comic CG book-y. comic book look. Yeah. yeah, whereas the rest of it, when they're on location in Greece, I'm like, you're not in Greece, so this is just another soundstage. But it didn't look like it. Well, if, it, if they were there and they shot there, they did a bad job, remember, because it didn't look like it was a real place. John- Everything was floaty and awful and ugly. It was funny seeing John Cena and Julie in a scene together. And by the way, I think she's got such good screen presence and is actually a really good actress. It's funny because they're like Barbie and Ken to each other in the Barbie movie. So well, I don't oh, know yeah, how they that were the happened. mermaids, right? I don't Is know it? how that happened that they're both together yeah. in two movies in the space of a few months, but I enjoy that for sure. I think the stuff about. Like, I think Bryce Ellis Howard, because she's playing effectively two different characters, her transformation. It's almost like they didn't think they'd written it well enough or they didn't think she could act it well enough, so that they ended up just being like, look, when she's. When she gets her memory back, she's got a blonde wig on now. I didn't buy... Because they felt like us as the audience, they were like, they felt either the writing or the performance wasn't strong enough that like we could understand she now has her memory back without having to put a different wig on her. I didn't think she was good as either role. I thought I thought I I hated her as Ellie Conway and I hated her as Rachel Kyle. I liked her as both, but I just felt like the film let her down and her lack of chemistry with Sam Rockwell let her down yeah and, and like what was the what was about the bit where like suddenly it's like they expect Rachel Kyle to show up this is the broker and you have to meet this person but you have to look the part and then suddenly it's like whatever I guess they put her in a ball gown and give her 
blonde hair for no reason. They gave her the But also look the part. But look the part. They had pictures of Rachel Kyle who had her hair just to the side. Well, this is it was just I red hair. So it's like, why, firstly, why why are you dressed like that? And then why, more importantly, is Sam Rockwell suddenly <laughs> dressed like Argyle from the book? Because Samuel he's got, L. Jackson he's got the flat said, top. He's got the flat top and the bleached because hair. Samuel L. Because Samuel Jackson what? said, you have to dress up. They put that in as a voiceover. But he never why? Because they wanted them to dress up. But to what end? To and it's like sudden. And then poor Sam Rockwell has to sport that stupid <laughs> haircut for the thought, rest of the movie. He looked a lot better than when he. I thought originally when he first came on screen that it was the Magoober guy with the long hair. The plot point I want to bring up most of all is, so she's had amnesia for five years. She's lived this life as this author called Ellie, and no one in five years has ever approached her and been like, "Oh, hi, Rachel." Well, she was a a she was an undercover CIA operative. Yeah, but before she became some undercover CIA, she would have been a ghost as Rachel. Like nobody's going to be like, "Oh, Rachel, we have shared an apartment." No, but Dave, no one's a ghost because she would have been in school of people. She would have been in college. But surely, but that probably wasn't her real name, right? That's probably her. But my point is, but somebody would have ever been like, "Wait, that person's name's not Ellie. It's whatever name I once knew her as." Like that's a spy can't live in plain sight. Then that's the thing. That's the thing you thought was most absurd in this movie. Within the bounds of the reality of this film, yes, that is what I found most absurd. The scene I thoroughly Sorry, enjoyed... Sorry, Cathy, I see no issue with the fact that two <laughs> two heads of the directorate would concoct a plot in which they're going to convince a I woman that, that she is a waitress, play her parents, in, in, in the hopes that she will, of course, reveal her memories through the, yeah. through the medium of becoming a best-selling author. No, they just wanted her to write a diary. They skipped over the fact that somehow she got an agent that got published. And like, people what? are comparing her to Le Car. Um, like, and then when we hear the books being read out, we're like, these books are driven. <laughs> so I read a lot no, of, but that's a bit. I, would, I read a lot of shit, no, and I wouldn't read that. No, but shit. no, that. But that that is a bit which is not too far from reality. Where I absolutely believe that that something as badly written as Argyle would become <laughs> an international bestseller. You know the way you thought it looked. Have you, bad have you ever read a James Patterson book? Yes, sadly. Um, when you thought it looked bad, I actually found it very stylish at the very beginning when the reveal happened that she was the author and he's just a book character. And she was pausing, he was stopping, there was writing coming up and down the screen. I found that very cool. I really enjoyed all that stuff. It's all right. Like, I thought that was very cool. Finally, the other scene that I want to mention... Sorry, and sorry, the talk. way she writes, the the way she writes, like... like She's like, she was like Oh, but... it's time to sit down now, turns to the cat. <laughs> now it's time to finish our masterpiece, <laughs> Mr. Alfie. And then she's like, this is a, this is like a fucking 13-year-old wrote how, how an author would write in their ridiculous study, turns on their Apple Mac, turns around, finishes their Apple. yoga, and then, and then, and then goes, well, they kind of right, the point here we go, the... and then reads out what she's writing as she's typing yeah, as authors naturally would do yeah but do. they made the point that she's like a shell of herself has been brainwashed so like she's probably been she's brainwashed she's not a shell of herself she's a, a she stepped out of one like cartoon cut out character and stepped into a different one they start Bryce Dallas and Howard's character with like like I just don't believe, and I know, and I know she's not supposed to be a real person. But Ellie, can't, it's just, a, it's just, just like. But that's like, why there's nothing for us to grasp onto, though, because it's not a real person ever. But then, but then the person she turns out to be is even more ridiculous. It's just like your archive. Yeah, but at least it was and fun I'm like, then. At the beginning, everyone was like, I, "What I really enjoyed about the film was that everyone hated Ellie. She was such a drag. No one wanted to hang out with her because she was such a bore. What they'd kind of brainwashed her into be. My favorite reveal was when her parents." 
we're aging her mom's accent change her mom tries to kill her like that was all quite fun and i know it was signposted but i still thought it was fun Look, I'm really glad you had a good time and I hope that anybody can go to the cinema and have a good I time. Just feel like and I'm, I'm also look look I'm defending pl- this movie too much because I by no means think it's a great movie. I just had a good time. And look, look, fair play to Matthew Vaughn and everybody involved for because making a film is not easy. But I'm sorry, and I look, I just, it's just not good. It's just not good. You've set me into defending a movie too much that I don't even think was that good because I want to backtrack a bit here when that I had loads of fun and I'm defending against you because I think you're gone way over the top. But I do think this film could have and should have been so much better than what it was given the talent involved. Yes, exactly right. That's what. That's exactly the thing. Because if this was like, like a bunch of people I've never heard and something on a shoestring budget, and I'm just like, and it's just dreadful. Well, I'm like, well, at least you guys had a go. You yeah. know, this is like, what went? What happened? I'm just like shocked that like that all of these talented people got together and that's what came out of but it. But I think it's like they needed a script doctor. Like they needed someone to come in and be like, lads, take out all these scenes and then change all this dialogue. And then I think it had a great movie in there somewhere. Oh. But that didn't come out in the end. I just, it's, oh. The tone of it is just so obnoxious as well. It's so like we are having a ball here. Everything is fun. We're yeah. having. Aren't we having fun? Aren't you having fun, That's audience? Not obnoxious. I just found it insufferable. I just didn't. It was just like it's like it's like watching people. It was just so smug. And and, and oh. So anyway, I'm sorry. I'm. Go, I'm actually. I need to. I need you to need sit to down. down. You need, need to calm down. I need to. I actually need to. I need you. to do some yoga and I need to sit down finish my book yeah exactly I'm going to get a nice cup cup of <laughs> oh my god okay you anyway. need to drink a nice glass of Pinot Noir like Samuel L. Jackson who lives on a beautiful you talk about Samuel L. Jackson who um, just, who just my, my fair, I mean fair play to Samuel L. Jackson he's just like okay you're going to shoot me in this room I'm going to sit here what am I doing I'm receiving a file yeah. he's receiving a file for the third act of this movie and he is he chewing the yeah. scenery as he sits at his computer receiving this file fantastic actor. I mean. he's just like no and then he's like yes hallelujah like 100% you, like I've give, received the file Samuel, oh no you give it's Samuel 98% and, Jackson, and it's paused you give Samuel L. Jackson and Brian Cranston roles like this and they will deliver and that's what we need to see so thank you everyone for listening let us know what you thought of Argyle if you did indeed see it if you think Dave's completely lost the plot in acting like this about it I haven't lost you're the one who's lost the plot Caddy the the people I've got my finger on the pulse (laughs) I I, I challenge anybody out there to have the same opinion as Caddy you've got to you've got to be on your own here surely surely I'm not crazy I don't I think you have completely lost it (laughs) right we're going to get off we're going to turn off the recorder. Everyone, come over, say hi on the cinemile.gmail.com or listen to us on Patreon with all the extra stuff we talked about. Or most of all, we'd love if you could left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. And thanks for listening. Bye. And I apologise. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>